going to welcome you back to the Principles Podcast on this beautiful April 20th day outside. We wanted to spice things up today, go into the art department where they have both been uh, doing some special sessions with their students, Bob Ross moments. Um, <laughs> I want to let everyone know today we are with Eric Hauber, uh, who, who a month ago was clean shaven. Um, and now he has grown a quarantine beard <laughs> and right. Mrs. Oblashki, who had hair like mine, and then it just grew out in the last four weeks. Um, once again, we are uh, here with uh, Douglas uh, Bumble. No, what is that hat? What is that hat today? Orioles? It's a, it's a panther. It's oh. a E with a panther. Yeah. Euclid panther, panther hat. Um, we're going retro 70s there. Oh my God. And Mr. Bandera, who still is in his quarantine mustache. <laughs> I'm digging in like the quarantine Bandera personally. It's sporting you well. It's sporting you well. It, it looks good. Growing, no, I wish yeah. I more. <laughs> what do you use? So, uh, oh, I got I got my waxes and balms, oils. <laughs> I have the words. My oils. My routine oh. is a little shorter every morning since we've we've uh, gone into quarantine. But okay. uh, before we a lot longer than Daniel to get ready, then right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> before we begin asking you how you're doing, we would like both of you, starting with Mr. Hubbard, to describe the room in which you're in. Ah, the room in which I'm in. Uh, this is my humble abode, my studio, uh, the bit of corner space that uh, I am allowed to have uh, at our place. For how small that it might be. Uh, we live downtown Willoughby. We've got a nice little townhouse just up the street from uh, downtown. And uh, yeah, this is my space that I kind of do all my little uh, video recordings and sketching drawings. So develop, developing up some projects, they all start right here. Very cool. Yeah. Christina, tell us about your uh, backdrop. Uh, what, what about my backdrop? Your office. Tell us where you are and you got oh, a lot of frames up. I'm sorry. Like, like my thing cut out for a hot second. I'm like, what's happening here? And then, um, yeah, uh, you know, things just drawings, prints, draw. Yeah. Drawings. Um, mostly drawings, prints. Uh, there's a velvet skull. So there's that. Yeah. As artists, we gotta have our skulls. Yeah, I want to see the new one I just got. It's so stinking cute. I won't even tell you what I got with my stimulus check because I'm I'm kind of embarrassed, but <laughs> my little one. Oh, cool. It's so isn't it precious? Yeah, neat. It's not real, is it? Trunking it just broke. Yeah, it's totally it's real. Um came from this is uh yeah this is the conversations we'll be having with the art department this is <laughs> that so, this is uh blashke the last time i joined a class it looked like you were in a fern garden in your front like you had a special like front window you had plants all over the place oh were... that's i don't have a fern garden it's just you know oh there it is there it is there it is Gotcha. So that's where. So we're we are both in your studios today, correct? Yeah, that's right. All right. Let's yes. talk about how life has been for the last five weeks, um, artistically, because this is a totally different world where it's not like you have to have day-to-day -day operations with kids. You do want to meet with them, but you're you're 
your working design and your working various elements that you're um, teaching. So talk to us about your classes. You want to go first, Blashy? Um, well, it's been it's been interesting. Uh, I'd say right now the biggest challenge is teaching a ceramics class in this sort of situation. But um, basically, I've just been having my students. Uh, look up different tutorials and using um, materials that they have available to them so they can create more sculptural things rather than using clay like we were able to at school. Um, and then I had my AP kids go on a virtual tour today to the Smithsonian, which was kind of fun. That's really cool. cool. Uh, yeah, I, I was talking to Blaschke about this the other day is um, it's been fun because I've had to solve new problems that I haven't before, such as setting up a, a space where I could teach from at home, uh, you know, to the projects that I put out there. But also you have to be a little bit more inventive, as Blashy was saying, because I should only expect that the kids at home would only have a pencil and piece of paper or anything they could draw on. Maybe. So my lessons have become a little more, uh, I've had to solve those kinds of problems and become a little bit more inventive with how they use their tools. Uh, but I also been doing a lot, of, a lot of meditating on the fact that um, half of my teaching is the energy that I have in the room. I mean, maybe more of my teaching is the energy that I have in the room. So yes, it's been a lot of fun to dig up, uh, you know, lesson plans and get inspired by artists that I've been looking at and giving them to my students. Um, to recording little videos and things like that. It's been fun and I've been having to, again, adapt like all our teachers have in a new way. But at the same time, I realize that there's some, still something big missing and it's it's that one-on-one -on -one, uh, interaction and energy that I have in the room with the kids face-to-face -face that uh, puts a little bit of a damper on things, I guess, so. Have either of you ever taken a virtual art class like this before? I have not. I took a digital photography class, but I felt like it's just, Eric's right. There's something definitely missing there where there's just like the atmosphere in your classroom. And it's like definitely a different feeling probably than anywhere else in the building. And, you know, it's like that space that you get to create in and you kind of lose that element, which kind of right. puts right. a damp on it. Right. Harbor, are there windows in your workshop? Because you don't have windows during the day. I've got, I've got a couple small windows right over here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Much look like uh, a natural lighting is actually a lamp that I have right over here, over to stage uh, stage left. Uh, but no, I do have two small windows down here. <laughs> and my library, and I have a little movie theater uh, projector set up over here. So this is my little my little inspiration uh, room down here. Do you have a wake <laughs> a wakeboard? Uh, yeah, wakeboard and yeah. a skateboard, uh, bamboo wakeboard. And then, uh, this is one of my longboards. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of longboarding over quarantine, uh, He's trying to get outside every day to do something. So you got a lot of construction over by you, don't you? Yeah. Downtown Willoughby, man. I don't, I, it's supposed to go through, I think June or July. Ooh. So aside from the businesses all being closed also, yeah, you can't really get through downtown Willoughby either. So hmm. yeah. Have you talked with other art teachers? Because um, you have a kind of consortium of friends like in the other districts about what they're doing and things like, because I know, Christina, you talk a lot with Kenston in particular. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, have you talked to other teachers in other districts? 
Sorry. <laughs> um, there's children screaming uh, in the other part of the house, which isn't very big. Um, I am actually, I'm personally in like an AP, like we have a Google Classroom, we have like a text group where we talk about different things that's happening with AP. Um, and they'll share ideas, which is really awesome. Uh, but they're kind of, they're dealing with the same struggles at this point. Um, it's definitely interesting. Yeah, I think for everybody. I don't know, Eric, do you talk to- um, I, I haven't worked out, but I, I live nearby a couple of art teachers from Willoughby and Mentor around here that uh, I've run into just from going around the neighborhood. And we've just been chit-chatting, but same thing is, you know, they're all dealing with the same issues and, you know, again, trying to be inventive in new ways of teaching, but at the same time, it's it's just not the same as being face-to-face -face mm -hmm. with the kids, you know. Sure. And also with art, especially, it's so much of not just the interaction they have face-to-face, -face, but with your art itself also and talking about the art. So there's still a big handicap with doing it digitally like this. For instance, when we have like when we were doing the uh, the Lakeland art show, student art show, oh, yeah. um, we would have to send in JPEGs of the artwork, not the original artwork itself. And you could only get when they when they, it was a judged event. So when the judges would look at that art, you could only get so much out of a JPEG. And uh, seeing the art in the flesh or you know in the paper or whatever that you want to you want to say it, uh, when you look at it, the actual art, you just get the experience that you don't get by looking at just a photo of the art. So there's there's still a huge huge element that's missing, you know, in doing this. But yeah, yeah. what's um, some of the more creative things that um, your students have produced during this time? I've liked the little montage videos. Uh, so I have my students turning in their artwork via photo, whether they take it with their Chromebook or a phone. But I've also had them do little montage or time lapse videos of their art too. Uh, I haven't asked for it, but they just do it. You know, take it upon themselves to do it. Uh, yeah. So that's been nice little surprises, you know, that, that I'll get back. So that's been fun. Um, yeah, I've had to say, I've had a lot of my kids do that, which I, you know, for my own artwork, sometimes it's difficult for me to do um, videos, but it's really cool to see them do the work. Um, I think one of the cooler things that I've seen is uh, I've had them, for my ceramics kids, they did uh, like a tutorial again, like I said, like using materials that they had at home. Um, I had a girl make like a giant, like for popsicle sticks, a pretty decent sized shelf um, out of popsicle sticks. Um, I had uh, another girl make like this beautiful little dinosaur out of Play-Doh. So, I mean, they're getting creative and it's, it's actually really fun to see. I actually thank them for that because it kind of made me kind of re-energized with <clears throat> teaching way. And with that point also, a lot of kids, um, well, I shouldn't say a lot of kids, but there are certain kids that actually find it more comforting to draw or do artwork at home versus in a classroom with 30 other students. So it's been fun to see some of those kids kind of take off with our lessons or go on a completely different tangent because that's what they've been doing and that's what they have been practicing at home, but we don't see it or they don't show it to us in the classroom. So it's been fun to see kind of what the kids do on their own also and what inspires them personally uh, and, you know, and send it to us too. So that's been, that's been exciting to see also. I may have to bust out the Play-Doh while I'm sitting here and- <laughs> Actually, I, I have been busting out the Play-Doh. Um. <laughs> oh! 
Yes. That's my awesome. head from that's I don't know what head. art for. It was, I love uh, it. You can, wow. You can have cookies. <laughs> Did you make that when you're at Chardon? Yeah. Awesome. I, I should wow. just keep that in my faculty meetings. Just have this head. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I was thinking with the colors. Um, I don't it's know. a very big part for some reason. I don't oh, know. I was going to say a little David Bowie. Yeah. But Ooh. there's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, notice, the, notice that hair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Insane. <laughs> A loaf of bread or a brain? I don't know. Yeah, it looks, like, it a looks brain, like a brain, right? Like a brain. Right. Like a brain. <laughs> little little facial hair at the chin, yeah. chin, chin. Yeah. Who'd you have then, uh, Murray? Was it a Paul well, Clap saddle for that class. Clap saddle for that class. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Sorry. That probably took forever. Hobber, you love food. Uh, right. Yeah, I love food. What is the uh, Mr. I'll let Mr. Banderas his this is his, my question his tagline uh, here. One of my I've been asking everyone what their favorite quarantine meal so far is whether it's something you purchased whether it's something you made yourself or who knows maybe you took up a fancy cooking class online or whatever. What's your <laughs> favorite quarantine meal so far that you've had since uh, this all started? Oh, um, I would oh God I would have to say in general it would be my wife's cooking. So, okay. uh, yeah, with this whole quarantining, you know, me being able to sketch, I've been drawing more, sketching more. That's kind of been my projects, but she's been, uh, she's been, you know, getting creative with her cooking ways lately and, and making some really good stuff that, uh, that yeah, has been awesome. So she made a really good, uh, chicken francais the other night, which I would say was my favorite. That sounds awesome. delicious. Very nice. Mrs. Blaschke, how about you? What? Favorite, um, favorite meal so far that I don't know if I have a favorite meal. Um, I've been telling Hover this a whole lot. I've been baking a lot of bread. Like I jumped on the bread bandwagon. Yeah. Um, Can you find any yeast anywhere? It's hard to. It's like impossible to find right now. That's um, I made sure my husband went out and bought like, like we didn't overstock on on toilet paper. We overstocked on yeast. So. <laughs> but I've been making, don't get mad at me. Don't judge me. I've been making bread for other people as well and dropping it off wow. because I'm just <laughs> so kind-hearted. Um, but yeah, I, I've been really, uh, I've been working on drawing and stuff. It's kind of going back to the, um, like having that interaction. I feel like I'm more inspired and I'm working more when I'm with the students. Um, so I don't get to draw as much, I feel like, but, but um I've definitely been cooking a lot more, baking a lot more, definitely baking bread. And right now I'm actually working on a sourdough loaf, which instead of using yeast, you use, you make like a, a starter and it's like, you have to like feed it. It's like a little pet. Ours is named Famous. Um, <laughs> it's weird, it's weird, but it's like, you're kind of using like wild yeast like in the in the flour and stuff, and then you use that to raise the bread instead of using active yeast, like a an instant yeast. I'm learning all sorts of science here. Yeah, that's like science. Very nice. So <laughs> it's an art form. It is. So <laughs> if we ever do get back to school, um, and who knows what it'll look like in the fall here? Um, what's the first thing you 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 will do when you come back to school? Do you think? uh clean and organize my classroom <laughs> try to get rid of clutter 
cards? Yeah. Weep. I'd probably weep now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I feel like I'm constantly cleaning my classroom. I just want to, like, you know what? Though, no, you know what? Not being around my kids so much. I think, yeah, I will weep tears of joy to have a little bit of space away from my two young children. I love them. I love them, but they're driving me insane. I was going to ask, has that been a has that been a challenge? I know I have a, a two year old at home, and I think it's been a, a challenge from time to time with him. Has that been a big challenge adjusting to mom life and work life at the same time? I, as you can hear Cece right now, he knows I'm back here. Um, it's been, I mean, it's kind of getting to the point where this is like the new norm. So it's a little bit better. But I think in the first couple weeks, I was having a lot of trouble. Like at this point, I'm just picking my battles. Like my son had a stash of candy from Easter today. And I'm just I'm like, you're just going to have a stomach, a stomach ache. I'm like, eat it, eat it, you'll poop, it's fine. Like I am, um, it's different, different than during the year. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can certainly go uh, get CC and bring her, bring her to the show if you need to. We've all brought our kids in. All right, I'll get her. She's, yeah, okay. <laughs> Robert, while she's doing that, one of the, uh, one of the things when I looked at my calendar, I was noticing that I think the, um, the district art show is supposed to be coming, you know, either yeah. supposed to happen or be coming up here pretty soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know that's one of the things that, you know, a lot of our students are going to miss. Um, right. Definitely. And you guys did such a phenomenal job with that last year. I know um, we all kind of poured points last year. Yeah. Um, any, any thoughts about like a digital art show of some sort or having the students to share stuff on Twitter with us or anything like it's that? It's been thrown around. Uh, so our um, our district head, uh, Mrs. Heron, Christy Heron, she's she's mentioned um, having some kind of an alternative art show, even if it was something that maybe we did in the fall. So it's been it's been thrown around. Yeah. Good. Yeah, and of all the projects um, too, because I, I was very bummed by the the well, not the hard well, I was very bummed by the fact that. Um, you know, through all of this, you know, my my storytelling class made that animation that they put so much hard work and time into, and that was meant to be something that would be shown to the district and to the community members. And the project, I would say, I was probably most proud of this year. And mm -hmm. it's it's a bummer that we, you know, won't be able to present that. So that, among with many other examples, we're trying to figure out an alternative way to to show it. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, so we're in talks. Cool. Hi, Susie. She just wants to touch on things. That's all. Typical. She's being extra pathetic right now. We really, uh, we appreciate all the time you gave us today. Um, and certainly, if you have any questions, uh, certainly you can ask them now. Um, but we always make sure that we we do close out with shout outs that you guys can give. So first, you guys have any questions for us? Uh, questions? No, not at the moment. Uh, I think that you guys have all been doing great. I think you guys uh, have helped us to all adapt smoothly, I think, to this whole online transition. Um, stayed calm. <laughs> yeah. No, you guys know. You guys have been helpful and awesome. Yeah. Not always calm behind the scenes, but calm in, in front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was literally during 
having this broadcast today that we watched Governor DeWine with his new statements about schools. And so we'll try to bring in Dr. Hanlon for a, a, a new podcast so we can talk about what this means for um, Chardon Local School District as we transition through the fourth quarter, just like we are right now, uh, and the plans that we have with reacclimating, hopefully sooner than later in the fall. Um, one thing, Doug? Yeah. Um, I just want to say, too, it's something that, I, again, we've all had a lot of time to be able to think and meditate on, on things that have been happening. But what I find to be so inspiring is through all of this uncertainty slash panic slash worry and wondering when life is going to get back to normal and, and have that state of normalcy. You guys talked about how important it is that we as teachers and you guys as administrators are trying to still accept that state of normalcy with the students because they need that. They need that organization. They need that something to look forward to at a certain time, a certain day. And as an adult and the, and, and my, you know, inspirations and who I look up to, um, you know, I grew up, you know, in the eighties, nineties with my uh, reading rainbow, my, my Mr. Rogers, my Bob Ross uh, and amongst them, uh, one thing that kind of made me think about this is, for instance, host of uh, Ra Reading Rainbow, LeVar Burton. He does live readings on Twitter every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, reading books to uh, uh, children. Uh, and I just find that, you know, that's one example, but I find that to be so inspiring to be able to, to set myself to a certain day, a certain time, watch one of my childhood heroes um, and have something to look forward to. Uh, another instance, you know, a, a band that I listen to uh, that I, I'm in love with is a small uh, kind of independent band from California. Uh, he had a live streaming concert the other day, you know, and it's those little things that artists are doing around the world to still, you know, they're still, they still have a means of getting their craft and their love out there. And in the digital age, I mean, it's thriving. The art and entertainment is still thriving. Yes, your movie theaters are shut down. Your movie uh, producers and production teams are shut down. You know, your next Avengers movie is getting delayed months and months. But actors and artists and performers, uh, musicians are still able to get their love and craft out there. And it's just a matter of us to be able to, you know, know how to research and find them. But I mean, they have a means of getting them out there. So I love the fact that art is still thriving in some way. And, uh, and it's allowing for us as, consu as, in, as consumers, our, our consumer side, to um, still find that hope and something to look forward to, and, and they have the vehicle to do it. You know? It also makes them seem a little more human, I think, in a lot of ways, too. Like some of these, you know, these artists who you never think of, but you know, they're stuck in their homes, too. Now, maybe their home is a little bigger than ours, but, but they're stuck, right. you know, they're right. stuck in, their, in their homes and um, you know, their apartments, whatever it might be, they're stuck. They're kind of they're staying in place too, which is which is right. kind of a neat thing. I know. Tom Hanks hosted Saturday Night Live last weekend from home. From, I from mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, there's still a way of getting uh, you know love, art, and passion out there. Um, Absolutely. You know, through through these weird times, but yeah, you know. Mrs. Blatchke, any uh, any type of shout out you'd like to make to your your students, your colleagues, yeah. your your family, your friends. Oh, God, I know that like my face is usually just one expression for the most part. People don't know probably what I'm thinking, but um, yeah, I just, I really do miss everybody. Um, I know that a lot of times um, we get burned out and we almost forget um, 
how good we have it as educators and administrators and all that. And like, I'm not just saying this, but we really do have the best jobs. Um, and this is just a big reminder, I think for us all that, you know, I don't know, we need each other and we need to support each other through these really strange times. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing everyone again in person. Hi, I'm, should we make some pizzas? Oh, we gotta make some pizza. Back to school party. Three students pizza. Be a rager. I'll make your dough. Oh, there you go. There we go. <laughs> Since she has all the yeast in Northeast Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> you must be on the yeast. <laughs> no. No, no, I, yeah. <laughs> I've got harder now, okay? I don't need yeast. <laughs> So uh, there are ways that we can uh, follow you on any social media. So our listeners can, if they want to see some student works or see your work, um, is there any way that we, our listeners can follow you? I'm working on, uh, it's been an ongoing process, but I'm working on a comic book. Uh, so I'm writing and illustrating that. And I've been posting concept sketches on Instagram. Uh, so my Instagram is E.W. Hobbs, H-A-U-B-S, art. Uh, and that is my Instagram account, page, address, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> e.W. Hobbs Art. Awesome. Uh, I also have an Instagram. It's Christina with a C-H, Blaschke Art. Um, and yeah, it's all on there. <laughs> cool. Well, check awesome. those out. So you'll gain about one or two more followers after this podcast that's about all we have following us so I one follow or two I've got, like five. I've got like five i could just get all right them. we're good yeah i need them yeah <laughs> shout out to our regulars who who watch yeah. every day yeah, exactly including quinn who sent me another uh, email is there a podcast today yes there is we're recording Man. it right now awesome well you guys yeah, enjoy this guys, yeah Enjoy the beauty of today. Thank you for yeah. coming in. And Hauber, the next time you do a live uh, class, I want to join you again, like I did with when I went to Sydney's class. That was so much fun in the morning. Good. Awesome. Yeah, we'll be All right. soon. All right. Take care. Right. Hey, thanks, guys. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye. Enjoy. See ya.